hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and the struggle is still very real. I am on the struggle bus, my friends. The wedding was on Saturday. I am recording this podcast on a Tuesday. And when I tell you that I had to pump myself up to get out of bed, even to just record this thing, like, wow, like it was a lot of effort. Um, I, I know that people said as you get older, like you, you lose your energy and, and I get it. I just don't understand why. Like, why couldn't we just sprinkle it out amongst the years? Because like, look, was it nice to have all this crazy psychotic energy in college, which allowed me to like play lacrosse, work at Chipotle, um, you know, do school full time. Like I took all these credits my senior year and was still doing all that shit and like parting. So yeah, that was great. But I just feel like I could have dropped something to have the energy now in my late 20s. And when I mean late 20s, I mean late, late because I'm about to turn 29, but it's okay. We don't have to talk about it. And like, this is the time where I'm having weddings and baby showers and like birthday parties every weekend. It's like, I could have used a little bit of that because now I don't just get to like sleep through a college course. I got to go to my nine to five job and you only get so many days off and I can't just like take off on Monday because I drank too much tequila on Saturday. Like what a concept. So, you know, I mean, it happens. It happens. So, um, (laughs) I also have to account for this voice. So I was going to record yesterday, but I was too tired and my voice was completely gone. Um, but I, you know, am recording today and it's, it's still a little squeaky, but I, I've been told it was cute. Um, at least that's what I interpret that as. So, um, hopefully you're enjoying it, but you guys, I literally like have so much to tell you. I couldn't not do the podcast. My mom's already told me to keep it down and I was like like I wasn't very nice back so I'm definitely gonna have to owe her an apology if she's listening to this podcast I'm really sorry I just got a little snippy because I was like I have been dead in my bed since I got off work today like I've been working the last two days I start at seven to get off around like 3 30 3 45 because I just know my body's not gonna make it like I'm so tired I was like I cannot work past four o'clock today and so and you know being from morning radio I love a good morning um (laughs) Good morning work sesh uh, is what I was going to say. So, yeah, I really I like working mornings anyways. So once I got off, I was dead in my bed and I was like, girl, we got to get up. We got to do this podcast. You have stories to tell you things that people need to know. So I'm just going to start with like the wedding was in a thousand out of ten. But I think I just need to like take you guys through my week last week. Like this is girl chat. This is like I'm calling you on the phone being like, what the fuck was my week? Let's get into it. So I was the maid of honor this weekend at my best friend Haley's wedding, and it was so much fun. And we actually got our dresses like a long time ago. Like, I think my dress came in actually the weekend of my sister's wedding because I remember I tried it on right then. And um, I would like to say that was in a skinnier phase of quarantine for me. I have recognized that my year of quarantine was very like fluctuating and very confusing because it was like at some moments I was like hot bitch alert I think it was like in the beginning of quarantine because my mom and I were taking walks all the time and I was like getting my shit together and then like when I moved in with my ex like it all went like downhill because you know then I was you know I didn't have a workout companion and 
I was eating a lot. And so like it's just been fluctuating, which is fine. I'm a human being going through a global panorama. We are allowed to fluctuate. So anyways, um, all of that is to say that I procrastinated on getting my dress altered because I just really wasn't sure what size I was going to be. So um, I finally went and t- took it to this place and I'm exposing them as fuck. Monica's in Pleasanton. And um, when I went, I, I, I I've been pretty insecure also about this wedding. I'm just going to be honest. I think I kind of mentioned this in my last podcast. This is my first wedding single. You know, I'm this is my first event, really, out of the pandemic. Um, I'm nervous. Like, obviously, I was taking my number one hype man, George. And I know that, like, the wedding wasn't about me. It was just, like, it was just kind of nerve-wracking. You know, I was like, I don't know how it's going to be, how I'm going to feel. It was in Sonoma County. You know, I kind of talked about all those feelings leading up to it. So needless to say, I felt like I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to look hot as fuck. Um And so when I went to get my dress altered, I was feeling like very insecure because it didn't look like it did when I first put it on. Like I even went on TikTok and was like, do you guys think I need to get a bigger size? The girls of TikTok had my back and they told me no. So I didn't. Um, So I go in there and um, I have this lady working on my dress who works there and then like her friends there, I guess, which whatever do you. Uh, But she immediately just starts talking about how much money that they lost during the pandemic, which like. I mean, obviously so sad. You know, I didn't really know what to say back to that because I was like, yeah, no, that's, you know, that's tragic. And the lady's like doing my dress. And then I had said to her about putting cups in because I'm also traumatized as hell because at my friend Aaron's wedding, I had a super gorgeous red dress. I love the dress, but I had lost weight like in the time of me altering it. And so my boobs are kind of like sagalicious in the dress. Like they filled it out in the beginning. But if I would have waited a little bit to get that one altered, I would have probably gotten it tighter. So now I'm like got scary, saggy boob syndrome because I'm like, I don't want to look like a hoe for show. Not that cleavage makes you a hoe. I'm just saying like I didn't want to like have a nip slip walking down the aisle um, as most people wouldn't in a wedding. <laughs> so I asked her if I could maybe put some cups in um, and the lady's friend was like, Oh, because she asked you, like, what size what size boob are you? And I said, oh, I'm a C cup. And she goes, oh, no, you're definitely a D. And I was like, look, bitch, I've actually been buying my bras. Like, I don't like to buy bras often because uh, it's a shitty ass experience. But I do buy them and I'm a C cup. Like, I don't know. And it wasn't like she was saying it in a nice way, you know, where you're like, oh, girl, you got big old titties. You D cup. It was like, no, you fat bitch. You've got like huge udders, which is not what I believe if you're a D cup. But it's just like the I just need to like paint the attitude behind her statements. And I was like, no, like I'm a C. So anyways, the ladies like who's doing my dress is like if I put cups in, I want to take out the fabric on the top of your dress to kind of like allow it some room. And I said, absolutely, whatever you want. Like I kind of went in there like I'm going to pay whatever I'm going to pay to get in into the dress, which I thought would at the most maybe be 100, 120. Um, get to the register. It's $145. And I was like, OK, let me pull out that um, that uh, Apple credit card um, right here. You can charge it here. Thank you. And I asked her, I was like, hey, can I pick this up next? You know, in two weeks, the wedding's happening. And she's like, yeah, that's totally fine. Whatever. So then I. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Back it up. Mm mm. Missed a very important part. When she's talking about letting my dress out, 
I had asked her, um, you know, how does the how is it going to look with the rest of the dress? Because I was like, if she takes out the top and it's super baggy, like, is that going to look weird with the rest of it? Because it was a little bit tighter. And the lady's friend who, by the way, I didn't call her into my session. wasn't like, hey, ring, ring. I want your opinion. She looks me up and down and she goes, I mean, you're going to wear a good pair of Spanx with this, right? And by the way, what was so mortifying about this is that I was already wearing my Spanx. I went into the appointment wearing my Spanx and my heels. So that way, like, I would kind of get the full picture. So if you already are nervous and, like, insecure about your weight, which I have been probably since the second I was cut out of my mom, and then I already had the boob comment, I'm already insecure, and then she hits me with a, like, wear better Spanx and, like, looks me up and down, and I was like, okay, I'm literally horrified now so um I said oh yeah because you know like the bad bitch that's sitting here behind the microphone I'm not always her in person she just kind of gets nervous and, and scared and so um I did when when she said me that and I felt like I just felt like I had felt being bullied growing up like I went back to like all those times of being called fat and being embarrassed to be in a room with with pretty girls. So anyways, it was horrible. Flash forward to the week of the wedding. I was supposed to pick up my dress on Thursday, but uh, I ended up having to go to the city for work. So I called and I said, hey, can I pick up the dress Wednesday? And she said, yes, I called on Friday, the week before. Then I called again on Tuesday and I said, hey, I have meetings. I just want to make sure that I can get my dress in like a timely manner on Wednesday. She said, yes, we'll have it. Absolutely. So I drive over to Monica's and I walk in and there's a different lady there. And I'm like, hi, like I'm here to pick up my dress. Uh, my name's Ashley Florin, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hey, what's your phone number? I gave her my number. And then she's like, OK. And she goes to the back for two seconds. And then she just comes out and stares at me. And she's like, what's the number? And I give it to her again. And she's like, well, I'm not seeing it here. And I said, what? Like, I'm sorry, what? What did you just say? And she's like, I don't I don't see it here. And I was like, I literally just talked to the woman yesterday and she told me it was going to be here. And she was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's not here. And I was like, OK, well, should I come into the back and look myself? And she's like, just kind of steps out of the way of the door. And so I go back there. I am tearing apart this sew room. I felt so bad. If you are from the East Bay and your wedding dress is at Monica's, I touched it. I opened your bag and I touched your dress and I felt so bad about it. I opened one bag and there was a motherfucking spider in there because like, let's just put these people on blast now. The lady is literally just standing there this whole time, by the way. And I'm like, okay, don't panic. Don't panic. It has to be here. Like, and I'm asking her, I'm like, okay, have you, does anyone take it out to steam it? Does anyone take home the work? I'm like, did every single girl who came in here and picked up their dress, did they try it on? Was it in someone else's bag? Like thinking of all the logical things that could have happened to this dress, right? This bitch is giving me nothing. And I said, where's the woman who worked on my dress? And she's like, she's not in town. I said, get her on the phone. So she gets her on the phone. They're talking, whatever. I'm still tearing apart the black place. And then I and then she's like, well, do you have she asked me if I have my receipt? I said, no, I wasn't given a receipt, but I have the hundred and forty five dollar charge on my card. I can show it to you right now. Like, I definitely have my dress here. And so she's like, I don't know. She, and then she hands me the phone with the lady on the phone. And this is when I start getting like what I would imagine is um, tequila Ashley. I don't typically remember angry Ashley when she's drunk, but I would assume that this is a little bit what it's like. 
Um, I get on the phone with her and I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, I'm just going right into it. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, I, I don't know what's going on. She's like, I'm in New York. And I said, I don't give a shit that you're in New York right now. Where the fuck is my dress? Like the wedding is on Saturday. It's it's Wednesday. There's no way I'm going to get another dress in time. Like and and how and like how would I even get one? And she's just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm not the one there. And I said, yeah. And she's like, I don't really know what you want me to do. And I said, I want you to book the next fucking flight out of New York and get your ass back here and find my motherfucking dress. I don't care why you're in New York. I don't care if it's your son's wedding. I don't care if it's a funeral. Get your ass back to California and find me my dress. And she's just like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to keep looking because your associate's not doing shit. So I'm literally tearing apart this place. And finally, it just starts to hit me that like, oh, my God, like, this is real. Like, this dress isn't here. So I go sit outside in the lobby and I call my mom and I'm like, I literally started to have a panic attack, which like I know sounds so dramatic, but like, just put yourself in the position, OK, for like one second. If you're not a wedding person or like you don't like you don't want one like I'd like you to take yourself out of that mindset and just imagine if the wedding's not going to be the most important day of your life like picture the most important day of your life okay then you pick someone to be your right hand man okay for that event like you've like picked that person now imagine that person's like got the token and I'm not saying my dress is the token but I'm just saying like this person's supposed to be the most reliable bitch in the wedding and they have to call you and say, I don't have the token anymore. No more token. I don't know. Like, this is a dress that matches the other dresses that's going to be in these photos for the rest of your life. You spend all this money on a photographer for your bitches to look good, and I'm not even going to have the dress. So, I, like, I call my mom, and while I'm on the phone with her, I'm on Amazon, like, trying to see if I can find a sage green dress that might get here in time, freaking the fuck out. Um, and my mom's like, do you want me to leave work and come down there? And honestly, like, I'm not a bitch who asks for help very often. And I was like, yes, like, get down here. Like, I need it. I need it so bad. And then I text my Como and I said, oh, my God, they lost my fucking dress. And sure enough, right when I texted Kim, the lady walks out with the dress in her hand, almost as if like she was carrying a dead body, like she's got it across her arms. And she's like, is this your dress? And I said, yes. I said, where did you find it? And she said, Oh, uh, on the floor in the corner, on the floor, in the corner was my bridesmaid's dress. And when I tell you that I could have just burned that place to the ground, I mean, I could have burned that place to the ground. And I want to say this prefacing that I didn't just in case something happens. So then I like, um, <laughs> so then I put the dress on and it looks like shit. They put the D size cups in. They looked horrible. They are way too big. They were placed super weird. And then like this fabric that she said she was going to let out that I paid for to let out was hella tight. And I could see that she had like sewn it on the side, but it didn't look like fully sewn. And I was like, this looks like shit. I'm like, this dress looks like shit. And by the way, I've been here for 45 minutes at this point. And I'm like, this dress looks like fucking shit. So then finally, um, you know, I'm like, take out the cups. Like they look so bad. Like there's no way I can wear these cups. She's taking them out while I'm wearing the dress. She has her little fucking stabby thing in around my tits. I'm like, get out of my bra, bitch. Like, get out of my dress. Like, 
I'm like, I'll, can I take this off while you're doing that? So she takes it off. Whatever. She, I put it back on. I'm like, whatever. This is just going to have to do. But I was like, I, it needs to be steamed now. Because I all I'm thinking is my schedule and my timeline in my head. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to have time to steam my dress. And so I was like, you need to steam it. But I need to like go back to work. So I was like, can I have my mom pick it up? And I was like, I, w- I would like some money back for the dress. So she gave me some cash I left, which was pretty much just for the cups. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like, which is 50 bucks, but I feel like I spent 145 bucks and I would like someone, I said this on my TikTok, like I'd like some therapy money for the shit. And so, um, you know, I go home, I work, I was just like exhausted after that. My mom brings home the dress. It's there. She tried to get her money back and she was like, I get now why you're so frustrated. Like, the woman wasn't worried whatsoever. Like there was literally no concern, no emotion going through her soul at all. Like I could have told her that I hit her dog with my car and she would have been like, okay. Like she was just way too calm for such a situation. So like it was just such a such a horrible experience. So anyone in the East Bay, I'm just saying, I'm not saying we have to like rip them a new one because I get it. They're a small business, but I'm just saying like, don't go to them. You know what I mean? Just don't go there because I I would just hate like I was talking about this on my TikTok. I was going back and forth between like, do I want to expose them? Do I not? Because I was like, well, they are a small business and they're trying to make ends meet. And like, I get that. And like, you know, shit happens. But like, I'm just so concerned because I literally kept saying I'm so dramatic. But I I would say you guys have wedding dresses here. I mean, my bridesmaid's dress is one thing, but you have actual people's wedding dresses here and you could have fucked that up. You could literally ruin someone's life. I know I'm so dramatic, but like whatever. I said what I said. And you know what? They just didn't care. So I would just not recommend going there. At the end of the day, I I got my dress. And so then I was so tired from Wednesday that I didn't pack or anything. I literally just slept because like emotional breakdowns make me quite tired and I'm not very good at recovering. Um, I've said this a few times, but like I just don't recover well. I think I I'm good at analyzing a situation and understanding my emotions later on. But when it comes to like something bad just happening to me and then me having to kind of be like, okay, fuck, get it together. Like sometimes I just can't do that. And I couldn't do that that night. So I didn't end up driving to Sonoma County on Thursday, like my original plan. I went to San Francisco. I came back. I packed Thursday and I left hella early on Friday morning because we had a nail appointment in Runner Park at nine. So I'm driving up to Runner Park. And I left like with an extra 30 minutes so I could get myself some breakfast. And of course, like there was hella traffic. So I'm like, oh, my God, like I got to get in a better mindset. Right. Like I was nervous because every time I drive through Petaluma, I've cried. And like now I'm in traffic. I went through all that shit with my dress. But you know what's so weird is like I just drove through Petaluma and I was fine. I was totally fine. I was like excited. I was like, oh, my God, like we're going to Roanoke Park. And like the nail salon was right across from Sonoma State. Like Haley and I met at Sonoma State. Like it was her wedding weekend. Like all these like things just kind of rushed over me. And it was like ex who like who fucking cares? This is your weekend to be there for one of your girls. Like you're going to have so much fun. And like from there on out, like I just literally had so much fun at every freaking turn I just had the most fun time like even when you know like I always talk about how at a wedding there's like this moment in the middle of the day because in the beginning of the day it's so much fun you're getting ready with your girls mimosas are flowing usually the hair and makeup people have hella good personality I we had Stevie come um who was on the podcast and he was incredible my face looked good I told him like this is a face that's going to get laid. Um, sorry, dad, uh, for the warning of no skipping, but we'll, 
uh, talk more on that later. Anyways, he made my face look super good. Anyway, so I, you know, it was super fun, but there's always that like something went a little too long and you're kind of like panicked on how you're going to get somewhere. So like I got a little panicked. <laughs> I got a little panicked in the middle of the day and I didn't know. So, okay. Uh, Haley and Tyler's dog, Cleo, so cute. Queen Cleo, the Corgi was in the wedding too. And we had this little like ribbon flower thing tied around her neck. And, um, so we ended up having to take two separate cars to the venue. I get her there in my mind. I kept thinking that, okay, the bridesmaids are taking pictures first. I need Cleo to have her shit together. She busts out of her collar. She runs towards Tyler, which probably was okay. But in my mind, I was like, I gotta get this dog. I, in my dress and heels, run after this dog, swoop her up like a little loaf of bread and just carry her in. And one of the grooms then told me later that it was like one of the funniest things he's ever seen. Cause I was like, Cleo, you bitch. Like this is wedding day. Like we're on it. So, I mean, even, even that moment that was kind of stressful was still like hella fucking funny, but yeah, like the rehearsal dinner was so fun. And when we were there Friday, we kind of like set up the backyard. I cut some flowers. It was like just fun to hang with Haley and, you know, kind of get to do the rehearsal and see all the girls and like the groomsmen were so fun and like it was just it was just like literally such a good time so the wedding itself was incredible and I just have to like make this statement out loud because I this was one of my favorite parts of the wedding and it like I don't know if it was anyone else's because it was probably like this weird underrated like moment but if you are not taking a group shot with your bridal party before your wedding you're doing it wrong You're doing it wrong. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole night was that like it was just all the bridesmaids, all the groomsmen. We were in the garage. We like did a shot of tequila and it was just like this fun little bonding moment that was kind of like it made you feel like just so hyped for the wedding and their relationship because you're like, oh, we were the people that were chose to be in this room taking the shot together, having the most fun. And that just was like such an incredible moment. And then, um, walking down the aisle was super fun. I got so lucky that the best man was so much freaking fun. He has the best girlfriend in the whole world. She came to the batch. I'm obsessed with her. And I think it's just like so fun when you know the person that you're walking down the aisle with. And I've been pretty blessed actually in the last few weddings I've been in, like Ryan and Julie's. I knew my walk down partner, my friend Aaron's. I knew, I knew um, who I walked down the aisle with there and like obviously my sisters um, and well actually technically my sisters I walked myself down the aisle but um, on the way back it's just like it's so fun to have that like comfort with someone that you're walking with and I just like had the best time and so (laughs) you know it was just like a beautiful ceremony the vows are gorgeous and then after you know obviously I was like okay got to get my speech done and then I'm going to get wasted because like there was margaritas there, um, lots of champagne. It was incredible. So then so we, we get kind of to the speech part. We have dinner and everything. And like the poor officiant, he was like running the show. And I was like, sir, you need to get these speeches going because like I'm trying to get turned up. It's like it's I, I'm ready to get drunk now. OK, because before this, I did make one decision that I think might have like might have backfired my night a little bit. But like they announced us in the bridal party. We didn't know that was happening. And, you know, usually like people do some sort of fun like dance or something. Well, like obviously we didn't have anything planned. So I turned the Dan the best man. I was like, we should just chug our drinks. The drink I grabbed to walk out on the dance floor was a glass of Chardonnay. 
a glass of Chardonnay. Hey, girl. Hey. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll chug it. I can't imagine that that looked cute when I did it. But once I did that, I was like, oh, girl, we said no drinking, hard drinking until after the speech. So I was like, woo, like so fun. Wasn't drunk, though, but um, it was super fun to do to do the speech. And then um, I had told Haley's mom, I was like, after our speeches, we're going to the bar and doing a tequila shot together. And we did. And it was amazing. And during her speech, I think I like drank three glasses of champagne. Just I was just like, let's go. Um, <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I saw so many beautiful people at this wedding. Like everywhere I turned, there was just like the most gorgeous like women and men and like just couples. And I kept going up to people and being like, hi, I'm not trying to like hit on you, but like I am hitting on you, but in a straight way. Like, you're just one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. Then they'd be like, oh, this is my boyfriend. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, these are some gorgeous ass people. And it was like very overwhelming. So I made a lot of fun friends. I hope to be invited to all their pretty weddings. Like, they were just so gorgeous. Like, everyone was so on point. The dance floor was popping. Um, someone, <clears throat> someone broke a wine glass on the dance floor and walked away from it and it was me. And um, I didn't walk away fully, but I just like didn't want to be blamed because this was like, I think I've done this at almost every single wedding I've gone to. I know it happened at Eloy and George's. I know it happened at Neil McKenzie's. It happened at Haley's. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but like, just give me the plastic cup. Like Ryan Julie's didn't because we had these super cute plastic cups we were drinking out of and that was the right move so from there on out I just like went up to the bartender was like will you just give me a red solo cup like filled to the top with champagne which was so nice that they did that for me and that's what I was drinking the whole night I was yelling it was so fun um I talked a lot about being single (laughs) which was fun I I kind of forgot that I even like had um an ex-boyfriend because it felt very much like fun single Ashley who like loves to talk about being single and like takes it as a personality trait and is just like on the prowl like Smashley is a huntress for sure so this is where I'm just gonna say like dad I love you you may turn off the podcast I don't think you're gonna want to hear about how your daughter has no game um but please this is this is the end of the line for you my mom does listen now to the podcast I know I just pissed her off so I don't know if she still does but mom as well you may turn off the podcast. Jillian, turn it off. I don't want to hear it. Jillian, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I don't want to hear about it later. So, okay. Anyways, so I'm single as fuck. I'm telling everybody. There was one single groomsman and I probably creeped him out because I kept telling people like, hey, we're the only two like single people here. We're the only two single people in the bridal party. Not like at the wedding, but like in the bridal party. I was like, do you think we're meant to like get married? And those are the kinds of things that I say. Um, And I was just like totally joking. He was so sweet, but I didn't catch vibes. I was like, no, like we're like he I would probably go grab a beer with him like right now. He was so sweet, so funny. Um, But I definitely don't think like we were into each other, which wasn't a problem as we get to the end of my night. So <laughs> so it's we're in towards the end of the night. And so Haley's wedding was actually from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So it ended like um I think we ended up leaving around like 830 or nine. And it was super fun. Like we ended up going out to the bars. And um, when we got there, George had mentioned like how funny it was that I was the only bridesmaid that was there. Like all the other bridesmaids had gone home and it was just me. And I was like, actually, that makes so much sense. And not to be like, because you know how some girls are so annoying. I think I saw it on TikTok. They call them pick me girls where it's like, 
oh my god I hang on all the guys and I'm so cool no I'm saying that because I was like on single psycho bitch energy and I was like we're going out like I love this yes this is the best like so that's why I'm not surprised that I was like the only bridesmaid out because I was fucking wild so when I walked up to the bar we went to Osceolos in Santa Rosa which I honestly haven't been to in so long I I walked up and I saw this cute guy sitting at a table by himself when I walked up and I took a mental note of that I was like who's that guy he's like sitting by himself how funny so we go in it was like literally so much fun all those gorgeous ass couples I mentioned before were there we were having beers we were like talking around George said at one point I went and sat at every single person's table and was talking to them I think that's probably also why I'm so tired I haven't been able to like fully socialize myself in that long so like I was just like out there being wild I sat at these people's table these girls because I heard them gossiping and so obviously I want to know what's up so I sat at their table I'm like um hi what are we chatting about today and so they were like filling me in on all their juicy drama I was telling them about you know like how I was single and this is like my first time out and blah 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 and they're like you're in a bar full of like people like go find someone I'm like you're right and so I said well there was this cute guy sitting outside by himself like should I just go out there and they're like yeah why not I think I think they encouraged me honestly this is how it played out in my head but I'm not totally sure and I just go to this guy's table outside and I just sit down and I'm like hi I'm Ashley like wow you know what I mean like just it's fine I'm at this table now. So we're talking for a while. It was so fun. He was so nice. Um, I don't really remember time because like I was drinking. So like time, time doesn't exist uh, when you're smashly. So, um, you know, I don't know how long we were out there. But at one point, George was like, OK, bitch, like everybody's leaving. It's time for us to go. So we left. I got it. At some point, I got his number. I guess I was being mean because he had like an iPhone 7. I was like, whoa, who has a home button? But at least it wasn't an Android, you know, like, why was I being so mean? I don't know. So um, then anyways, I was like, oh, do you want to like come back with us? And he said no. And I was like, that's OK. I don't really like deal well with rejection. So I'm not going to like sit here. Um, But fine. You don't want to come. And um, I actually the best man and Katie left and I sent Katie this hilarious text that like, oh, my God, I got this guy's number. Like, I was just like so fucking proud of myself because like, get it, bitch. So um, <laughs> anyways, so I go out. I, I go back with George. We get Taco Bell. Thank God. Like, not that there wasn't food at the wedding, but this was the latest I've been out in so long. Like George has texted me. We're at like 11, 11. So we were like motherfucking out. And I was like, yes, drunk Taco Bell. Like, yes, being in Roner Park, my college town in the Taco Bell drive through drunk as fuck. Like it just felt so right. So anyways, um, somehow in my text messages, I convinced this guy to come back um, <laughs> to our hotel with me and George. And I just feel like I need to paint you the picture of what exactly I looked like at this time. I was in my snowman pajamas. I'm actually wearing my snowman pajamas right now. Um, I was in my like bachelorette party t-shirt that says my extra AF maid of honor. Um, I spilt nacho cheese in my bed and I was holding a Crunchwrap Supreme. And yet somehow that bitch 
still has game. So anyways, I got this guy to come back and basically snuggle with me. He was so freaking sweet. He was so fun. Um, I had just like a blast with him and um, we just like kind of stayed talking and just had like a lot of fun. And it was like the super fun night. And I was like, oh my God, bitch. But like I said some things I'm very embarrassed about, but I'm just going to expose myself for this podcast. I'm going to put my own self on blast. Okay. And I just like want to remember, okay, like backtrack before I admit to all this. I had at least three shots of tequila. Okay. I had a chugged a glass of Chardonnay. I chugged a few glasses of champagne. I was carrying around a red solo cup full of champagne. I was having beers. There was mimosas. Like, I just, I feel like I had to back myself up a little bit before I tell you this. Okay. So, um, he's from Ohio and he's like on this road trip and, um, he's like driving himself basically like throughout the country. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, why would you not just stay in California? And he was like, why would I stay in California if I had this plan? I was like, oh, me. Hi, psycho. Let's fucking take it back a few notches. And to make matters worse, to make matters worse. After I said that, I said, it's okay. I'll just move to Ohio. And then he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm just kidding again. Actually, I'm not, I, I think we could do a long distance relationship. I think we could make it work. Hey, Ashley. Hi. Stop fucking talking. Stop fucking talking. You are the absolute worst. How you've gotten anywhere in life. But I don't know. He laughed. I think he thought it was funny. And then like, honestly, the best fucking part about this whole thing. Well, not the best. The best part was like him because like, wow, um, he was so cute. But the best part was in the morning because Erin Collins, you know, friend of the pod, um, been on her episode. We know she's engaged. She was going wedding dress shopping the same weekend. So if it wasn't the weekend of the wedding, I would have like flown out and gone with her and Lexi, who's the other maid of honor and like already besties. Like I would have gone to New York with them, but obviously I was busy. And so I had been waiting all week and to see the picture of her dress. And so she FaceTimed me in the morning and I've been waiting for the call all fucking weekend. And so I turned to him and I was like, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to answer this call. And he's like, okay. So I answered the FaceTime and I just had to own it. And I was like, hi, Erin. I was like, um, so George is here. And she's like, oh, hi, George. Like, that's an obvious. We knew we'd going to be in the same hotel room. And I was like, and um, this is the man that I brought home last night who's also still in my bed. And the look on her face was absolutely iconic. I wish I would have taken a screenshot. She was like, oh, okay. Like, do you want me to call you back? And I was like, absolutely not. I have been waiting for this dress information all fucking weekend. Uh, I don't care who's in my bed right now. Tell me about your wedding dress. So like she went through the whole thing and he sat through it like a fucking champion. It was amazing. Um, And then George was like, okay, bitch, like we, we do have to go. So like we had to go to the brunch. We're getting kicked out of the hotel room. And um, so I made this guy drive us because no shame at all. I was like, George was talking about how we had to get an Uber because obviously we didn't have our cars at the hotel. And I was like, well, you have a car. Will you just take us? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, Ashley, you're just like, why? Why don't you ever just like stop talking? So anyways, um, 
he, so he drove us over. Um, we get there to Haley's house in the brunch time. And I'm kind of thinking that like, I thought we were early and we were not because one of the other best parts of this was like, I got ready at Haley's parents' house. So obviously I took off my bra there. So I didn't have a bra. So I was just kind of like in this flowy dress tits out, you know, whatever, um, representation of my night. And so then, so then like we get there and it's like me, this guy and George just like standing outside and I'm like, George, go like walk away so I could say bye and I was like you guys I was like George yeah say bye to him and then like please walk the fuck away like hello um and then oh I do have to mention that this is the part where I know like I did something well because I do have to say like drunk me doesn't have like um a great track record and Haley even said that herself as someone who's seen the men I used to bring home in college like I think if you are a little strange looking and you have a nickname usually I go with it like um pirate tape big time I just yeah it's never it's never good with me so anyways this guy was cute and when he went to the bathroom George was like um excuse me that guy's hot and I was like trust me no one's more surprised than me right now like if if anyone's over here sitting like shocked as fuck it's me like I was like in my bridesmaid's dress and sandals like a hot mess so after all that dress drama by the way at least it paid off in the end. So anyways, um, we said bye and we kissed goodbye. It was so cute. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Um, I'm not going to get crazy. I've been, I'm not going to say I'm not going to get crazy about it because I already have been. I'm trying not to um, because like I'm trying to be like, Ashley, who cares? But I've learned that I have an anxious attachment style. I learned that through TikTok, which is not surprising because everything about me is anxious. But I get so nervous when I meet someone about like what they're going to think about me, what's going to happen next. So like, I'm definitely over fucking thinking this shit like 100%, but like trying to remember this is just fun. Relax. Um, You don't have to marry this person. But if I did, that'd be so cool. I really hope that if this guy ever listens to this podcast, like there's no way he's ever going to talk to me again, but it's fine. So um, it's not fine. Don't listen. Um, Anywho, anywho, anywho. So um, we get out of the car, we kiss and apparently like the other groomsman, Danny, pulled up right when that happened. I didn't see who pulled up, but I was all proud of myself. And I like walked in, like couldn't wait to tell everybody about this. So I was telling everyone I'd very successful weekend, but like, I'm sorry, what I need to learn to keep my mouth shut. And yeah, so I don't know. My flirting technique sounds strange and yet successful. And yet apparently all it takes is just sitting at a random man's table, which Tyler did point out um, the groom because he was like, you know, at the pizza place, you just sat at that bar next to that random guy. And then here you just sat at random guy's table. So I think you just like, that's your thing. And I was like, yeah, apparently if if you're sitting alone at a table, be careful. I will come sit with you and I will try to get you to fall in love with me. Will it work? Unconfirmed. But um, yeah. So anyways, what a successful ass weekend. My I'm sorry what moment is literally just myself throughout this whole thing. I'm not even going to like hit us with a separate moment because like, no, no, no. It's all this. It's all this. Um, I am like, I feel great. I'm so happy I didn't get sad like at all. It was just kind of like I was back to being my very fun single self who gave no fucks. And I just have to like add this in like, George was the best date I could have fucking asked for. It was a dream come true to have him. I'm so glad he was with me. Like, this is like your sign to take your best friend to a wedding with you. I just it was it was so great. This was the first time not to get like weird emotional at the end, but this is the first time in four years and probably like six weddings 
that I didn't have to worry about someone showing up on time and showing up for me. I, I didn't have to worry about that at all. Like every one wedding that I've been in that I've been with my ex every single time I was like, what if he's not on time? What if he's not here? And I was watching like these incredible fiancés slash boyfriends of the other bridesmaids that were like helping us drive to the wedding, like picking up sandwiches, dropping off necklaces, like doing all these amazing things. And I was like, I don't think I would have got that. And we deserve that. Like, that's what we deserve. If you are in a wedding and it's something is important to you, you shouldn't be sitting there spending time worrying about if the person that's supposed to be your partner is going to show the fuck up. So this is another fucking sign that if you're stressing about your man's not being there for you, leave, 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 leave. Okay. Cause like, I can't tell you this was like such a, it was such an amazing weekend, like just for Tyler and Haley. And I was just so happy to be a part of it. And then, and, and for me selfishly, it was just like such a huge relief and like just such a reminder that like I made the right decision and that, you know, everything happens for a Riesling. And I learned a very big lesson. And I just like, I just want everybody out there to like feel the right kind of love and just know that like you shouldn't be treated like anything less than the most important person in in that person's world. Like your partner should look at you like you are the most important person. And like that's the other kind of I mean, I watched Tyler and Haley give their vows. I've seen the way Tyler looks at Haley. I talked about it in my speech. Like I can just tell there's so much love there. And it's like that's just what everyone deserves. So if you are not feeling like you're getting that, I just want you to know that it's time for you to fucking go because it's going to hurt so bad. And trust me, it's been hurting me so bad. And I'm sure I'm still going to hurt. But this weekend was such a different feeling. And it was just so nice to just be able to focus on what I was there for and really be present. And like, I think I really was. That's not to say for any of these other weddings, I wasn't present. I really was. But there was something lingering in the back of my mind. And it was such a relief to not do it. And I just felt like so myself again, like so fun carefree. It was amazing. So I just want that for all of you. So um, yeah, this was amazing. I love this episode. I couldn't wait to gossip with you all. Um, You know, I yeah, what a great weekend. Congratulations, Tyler and Haley. Thank you for letting me be a part of your special fucking day. I am beyond honor and it was a great time being a maid of honor. So now I'm down from three to two, baby. I got two more maid of honor weddings left to go and I'm thrilled. I can't wait for the next one. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please like, comment, subscribe, download. I am so excited to see what's coming next on the podcast. Um, I've got some things I'm working on. It's just going to be the best time. And I'm so happy I was able to get the courage. I'm sweating my ass off though now because it's hotter than fuck and I can't have my fan on. So I got to go. I love you. Okay, bye.